Investments involve risk. And now, live from the TCL Broadcast Studios, it's Joe Suchere and Patrick Royce with Sports Talk. Frank Caliendo is joining us. Frank, I'm here with Myron Metcalf, not Patrick Royce. Patrick's gone this week. Oh, good. I was worried about that. We have a pretty big beef. <laughs> Frank, when, when are you coming to town? I have no idea. Don't you guys look things up? What's rookie? Yes, day? yes. No, I, <laughs> no I, I, I'm there the 23rd, 24th, but those shows are sold out at Acme uh, Comedy Company. So what I did is I did those two shows, and then once they sold out, I, I had two other holes the, the two weeks later. So the 27th and 28th, I'm back at Acme uh, Comedy Company, and... The 28th, which is a Tuesday, I believe, has maybe 15 tickets left. And then there's, we, we just added the 27th, like last week or something, or a week, two weeks ago. So that one's about a third full already. But I'm guessing in the next few days, it's, uh, maybe in the next week, it'll be sold out. So if people want to get tickets, I would get them pretty quickly. Okay, August 23rd and 24th are the first two days of the State Fair where we broadcast live. If you want to if you want to see something different, you should come out and join us if you're looking for something to do in the afternoon. Yeah, I'm always looking for a lot to do during the afternoon before I have to go to work. Thanks, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm telling you, you'd get material, believe me. Yeah, <laughs> remember, I grew up in Wisconsin. And That's I, right. You know, I even say it, Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. Uh, and growing up there, the first time you go to the state fair, you're looking at cows and you're seeing oh, yeah. how hard those udders are squeezed. And you're like, what in the world? How can... Okay, moving on. Uh, <laughs> are, are, you, are you curtailing your NFL work? Yeah, I'm trying to get away from the sports stuff a little bit. Not get away from it completely, but I've found that I've pigeonholed myself so much as the guy who does the sports impressions yeah. that I'm working on doing some other things. Because it first started with the John Madden thing, and now... It's so funny because John Madden hasn't been anywhere, but I still, I, that's the way people know me for the most, I guess, or right. one of the things they know me for the most. So they, the, all the time people come to, hey, do some John Madden. So I give them a little bit, and it's just, <laughs> boom, which I think is usually <laughs> enough. Sometimes people are like, do a little more, and that's where I feel like I get to say something like, here's a guy getting a little greedy now. So, uh, and then I talk about that a little bit in my act. It's, it's coming more from reality. Yeah. Um, uh, things that are in my life, my kids, my wife, uh, and that's that's where I'm trying to come from more. But still, the sports stuff, you know, it's off. The Charles Barkley meeting Charles Barkley, uh, the fact that Charles Barkley will tell you exactly what he's thinking. Years ago, he did the greatest thing in the world. He set himself up, and he's like, "I am not a role model." Then he went out and constantly proved it, and nobody cared. <laughs> so that's—I mean—that's I set myself up as this nice guy who who doesn't do anything edgy and this you know sweet cherubic guy. And now I realize every time I say something that's a little bit on the edge, people are like, "Oh my goodness, that's all!" No, it's just a joke. Yeah. Isn't that the greatest opening line though? When when you when people meet you, Frank, and they say, hey, "Do John Madden, do give me the John Madden," and that you're kind of like they don't okay. even ask. They don't even ask. They just tell. It's a. I think it's social media. I've got it's New York. Do some John Madden out there. Oh, do a little John Madden. I'm, have you ever heard this? Do a little John Madden for me. I don't even know. Where's that coming from? It's called YouTube, not USA Tube. You're narcissistic, Frank. Who's your favorite voice right now? Do you have one? 
Mine, guys, mine. Yeah. Um, no, I don't. I don't know. I don't really care. I mean, I don't even. I don't work. People ask me this. It's funny because people are like, "Are you working on any new ones?" And a friend on the radio in Cleveland is like, "You work on any new ones?" I'm like, "No." He's like, "You working on a uh, Tony Roma?" I'm like, "No, not working on any new voice." <laughs> How about a Jim Nance? No. Telling jokes about my son. Does your son sound like Tony Romo? No, he doesn't sound like Tony Romo. Well, it's, you're the monster you created. You do it so well. Absolutely. That's what people oh, want to hear. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Listen, I'm I'm totally uh, at fault for my own uh, being uh, of incredibly tremendous and amazing success, Joe. That's what I am. I'm just incredible. <laughs> um, that's what happens when I go to gloat about myself. I actually tweeted seven times. It's unbelievable. <laughs> and that people get so. I mean, it's it's crazy when you talk to people how. Like, I'm not a political person in, on stage. I don't want to have anything to do. I, I love talking politics with people because I love hearing different sides of things in person. and so, But on stage, for me, it's about being silly, and I, hit, I make fun of all of them. I made fun of Bush, made fun of Clinton, made fun of Obama, making fun of uh, Trump. Although it's a lot harder with me, guys. It's a tremendously difficult to make fun of me. I don't do anything out of the ordinary. Um, <laughs> See, that's what he said. He's crazy. Caliendo's nuts. And John, I mean, even look at this. I mean, all these things keep coming around. They're cyclical. John Madden coaching for the Raiders, and people are like, hey, what are you going to do now that he's not on ESPN anymore? I'm like, he's going to be on every network saying ridiculous things. Right. Think about that. Like, when his first press conference, he came on and goes, uh, we're not going to be using any of this uh, technological stuff. We're, we're going to go back to basics. We're not using any GPS. <laughs> You're not going to use GPS. How are the rookies going to find the, the, the camp? What, why isn't anybody here? Nobody's using GPS, Coach. Whatever, man. Get out of maps. What would, Gru- what, would Gru- what would Gruden say about Trump? I'll tell you what, man. <laughs> You're trying to get me in a lot of trouble, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what. I, I love I love his hair, man. There's one thing I love. That's I'm going to start doing with my hair. That's comb forward, comb back, and swoop it, man. I'll yeah. tell you what. If I had enough hair... I do that with mine and Mark Davis, man. <laughs> you know, Frank, $10 one of the... $10 million a year, man. Mark Davis pays me $10 million a year. That's incredible. You know, and Frank... I did, a, I did, I did an event for the... Uh, it was for the uh, NFL owners at the Super Bowls there in Minneapolis. Yeah. And uh, it was Except funny I think I was, you did the event in St. Paul. Yes, yes. And I was, it was, I was messing around with Mark Davis, who's in the back, and I go back to him afterward, uh, and I'm like, uh, sorry about messing with you with the Gruden stuff. He's like, can you believe I paid John Gruden $10 million? You're on crazy. <laughs> no, you're crazy. TV Lenny, who I grew up with in Wisconsin, watching on TV, giving away TVs and mattresses. <laughs> <laughs> Frank, one of the things, too, you know, you were mentioning trying to get away from sports, and it's it's difficult, too, with just the amount of turnover with personnel, coaches, and things of that nature, but one of the go-tos that we always have is your Belichick impersonation about houses catch fire all the time. That's what you got. <laughs> oh, that sure. is oh my God, that was just gold. <laughs> yeah, and that, I mean, that's, I was just trying, when we did that, I was just trying to think, what are the most ridiculous things we could do? that would be over the top that Belichick would not care about. Uh, <laughs> and what was really funny was at the Hall of Fame ceremony to watch him get that big smile when everybody booed him. I mean, he was, he was literally turning from Senator Palpatine to the Emperor. Right there, you saw it happen, and the Death Star was created. Oh, yeah. yeah. Bill Walton is my favorite. Uh, How great is that? <laughs> Enjoying yourself, realizing that life is what it says. 
You have to know as the Earth rotates on its axis, and we're living in this Milky Way galaxy, which, by the way, a tremendous candy bar. I'm going to get away at times. Three Musketeers, Snicker bars. This is incredible stuff. A Reese's peanut butter cup. If it weren't for Reese's pieces, E.T. never would have gone home. Little Elliot finding his way. Turn on your heart light. You have to understand where we're at in life today. Oh, my God. Where are you from in uh, Wisconsin, by the way, Frank? I grew up, I was born actually in Elmwood Park, uh, Illinois, right outside of Chicago, but then okay. I grew up in Waukesha, Wisconsin. Okay, so, I'm from Milwaukee. Yeah, I know that area. Okay, what part of Milwaukee? Uh, well, northern part, so Glendale area. Okay, Nicolet yeah. High so School. I was, I, was more, uh, I was the, like, west side-ish on the way out to Madison, which yeah. is on its way to Minnesota. Uh, <laughs> so, just letting you guys know, and Mr. Christensen, who, who was my uh, geography teacher, that I still remember some of the geography. Just out I ninety four on my way. Um, <laughs> I want you to visit so, us at the fair. I don't don't give me this BS about you're tired and you got to prepare for the show. You got to come out to the fair on either Thursday the twenty third or Friday the twenty fourth. That's going to provide you, there, you with much aren't material. You there later too, rookie was saying you're there later too. No, uh, well no. his his shows are sold out for the for the Thursday first Thursday and Friday. So he's working on the twenty seventh right now. So he's going to be up possibly Monday or Tuesday. Well, anytime you want to, you're more than welcome. Yeah, I, I, uh, I are the only days you're at the state fair the 23rd, 24th. I'm confused at this. No, point. so let's talk about it on the radio. This is a perfect time. To work through this. <laughs> We're there the 23rd and 24th, and then all the next all the next week. Okay, there's potential for there's potential for the 24th. Maybe I know they've got me doing a few things so. 24th or the 27th, 28th. I'll get there at one point. I'll, I'll do it. I'm, I'm sure I'll be there at one point. You know what? We have to let you go, but uh, in your in your honor, uh, I think I'll have Rook dig up the, the uh, contest, your Morgan oh, Freeman Oh, why contest. do we do that again? Yeah. Well, Can we get over it, that? It, I mean, it, he, his Morgan Freeman sucks now. No. He's old and he's skinnier and he just doesn't have that throatiness. Well, I'm still around, Sonny. <laughs> Sing the damn song, Sonny. Remember, I, I do. Getting in trouble with the hashtags once in a while. <laughs> Remember that you do the you do the Morgan from the Visa commercial. I do Shawshank Morgan Freeman. Well, I, do, I Rick. do them all. I do them all, Sonny. Don't kid yourself. Well, Frank, you what remember you what you told him? Track? Come on, rookie. Now sing the school song. Let me tell you something. I know you can't do the body, but I can do the body. Well, I'll just say this to you. You keep doing the body and enjoy it. I'll do the mind. <laughs> Let me know when you want me to open for you and really, really stink. Thank you, Frank. Yeah. Thank you. No, great. A- Acme, Acme Comedy Company. Uh, Rook, read off. I got Acme, Acme Comedy Company. It's the 27th. Uh, doors open at 6, 8 o'clock, and you can find it at acmecomedycompany.com. You'll find it just Acme and Caliendo, and it will come right up. And like it on the 28th, there's like 10, 15 tickets left. They might not be left now because I was pretty good on this call. <laughs> <laughs> Ciao, Bye, Bella. Frank. All right, thanks, guys. Thanks, right. buddy. Dig that up, Rook. I don't think Myron's ever heard it. All right, we'll do it. What do I, I won't do for this show? It's very difficult to keep the line between the past and the present. You know what I mean? Hey, folks, John Manfield. You're listening to Garage Logic. I mean, the mayor, he's the guy that, that runs.
that thing. I mean, I mean, he's the guy that takes care of all that stuff the mayors do. Fireworks, starting up stuff, cylinders. You know, he's he's Joe Shustray. I mean, the mayor. Uh, Myron Frank was hanging out here one day, yeah. and rookie was terribly proud of what he thought was his impression of Morgan Freeman. Yeah, and he knew that Frank doesn't did a Morgan Freeman. Sounds like he's trying to get away from doing some of this stuff, but yeah. And so we had a contest that featured Frank doing his Morgan Freeman against Rookie doing his Morgan Freeman, and the the results were pretty astounding. I don't know if you're ready yet to uh, to play us this. Um, just about. I want to hear it. Yeah, it, it, you you might not have even been in town back in this time. This is about five six years ago. Oh no, I've been there since uh, 01. Oh, you've been here since oh yeah, one. Well, then know. you heard this. You heard this. You just don't remember hearing it. Yeah, well, I, I want to hear it because that Morgan Freeman is one of his best. Now, he'll probably, it sounds like what he's trying to get away from is doing the sports stuff. Well, yeah, and I, that's what I wonder is if you get set into something and you're so good at it, Yeah, how do you get away from yeah. it? You know? All right, here we go. Here we go. All right. Here was you're the king. No, no, no. <laughs> Let's no, hear the Morgan. No. I want to hear the Morgan Let's Freeman. Let's see. You have the okay. Morgan Freeman. Okay, here we go. Hello, Mr. Caliendo. This is Morgan Freeman. I was incarcerated in, Shay- in Shawshank prison for many years, and then I finally was out, out on the parole, and I escaped to Zewatanejo. How about that? <laughs> well, I'd have to say that was pretty decent. Oh, my I God. I think that I could do a little bit better. I could, too. <laughs> Holy mackerel. Damn Rook. Damn it. Let me try it again. <laughs> That's why Frank Caliendo and six of his friends were on their way to the Super Bowl. <laughs> oh, there's they, a new wrinkle here. That's where they found happiness. Okay, well, so what he's doing, I'm doing the Morgan Freeman from Shawshank. He's doing the Morgan Freeman visa ad. So there's no, a, there's, there's a, a timber difference. There's a timber yes. difference. Well, there's a little bit in there, Sonny. <laughs> I'm not sure what it is right now, but I do know that this voice is something that I've worked on extensively. Now, doesn't doesn't Morgan smoke a little weed? I wonder what he sounds like after he's been on the bong for a while. Ah, yes. <laughs> Ready to take on the universe. Rook, I had money on you. Well, let me tell you, I don't think you should... I don't think you're going to have to pay it out yet, because I am going to ask him a question. That was only. a pretty good Walter Cronkite. I'm going to ask you a question that only a Morgan Freeman would really know. Okay. That would be, what was one of my roles on the show Electric Company? I was speed reader. Damn it. Let's see how good you are, Rook. All right. Now sing the school song. What are you in the bathroom smoking crack, Sonny? Now sing the school song. Come on, Sonny. That was from they some someone to call me Crazy Joe, oh but now they can call me Batman. Now they call me the Batman. <laughs> I guess I only have one tone. I need to go back to school. I've been schooled once again by Frank Kelly and You're doing Mr. a great Morgan. voice. It's just not Morgan Freeman. I don't Freeman. know who, I do who is it, Roy? I don't know. It's We've good. been buying Morgan Freeman all these years, and he's telling you it's not Morgan there's Freeman. Something, but that, there's somebody that that's somebody. I know that's a terrible thing to hear, but you <laughs> nailed somebody else. That is constructive criticism. You're doing somebody. Just I think I know who it is. Come on, do a little. Dissing. It's me. It's the body. I it and I knew you were trying <laughs> yes. to. Find, you were trying to lure me out, Caliendo. You know, I don't even know what your deal is, but I'm here. That is so good. It makes uh, you me know, finally I, I get a C plus from Caliendo. No, that you that know? one, that one, Sonny. That's an A plus <laughs> plus. I guess I'm and, gonna stick with that. I'll tell you what, also, Mr. Ventura. 
Yeah. Do what now? I hear a conspiracy. Yeah. You know, do you ever watch True TV? I'm on TV now. I'm off the grid. Uh, I'm off the grid, but I'm on True TV. If you ever have like a uh, uh, impressionist conspiracy, like uh, someone's doing the wrong Morgan Freeman, and you get shot. Not only is he off the grid, he's also off his rocker. All right. Yeah. You were doing something. Every right. time. I and mean, we're never going to have him on again because you guys roll that out. And my <laughs> oh, embarrassment so is just. Oh, my God. He's the best. He is. I'm and you know what? Best. Off the air, he's as nice as he is. He's not uh, a flippant or he's yeah. he's just a, a guy hanging around. He's a really good guy. Myron, tell me what you told me off air about the betting on Tiger. Uh, more money has been placed on Tiger to win the PGA than any other golfer. What? I According find that to Westgate. Yeah. You're kidding. No, dead serious. Just released today. How does he play this course? I'm not sure. I mean, is that that one reason why? No, he's not really hot. I I just think people assume uh, a win's coming, right? That he's due. Okay. You know, I'm still in the camp that he can win. I don't think it's likely a major. Um, But I think there are a lot of people, especially after the Open, who are looking at him and going, it's just a matter of time. He's having a wonderful year. Just not oh, a wonderful yeah. year by his standards. Yeah. He's making a lot of money. Yeah. But I don't think he, I mean, I wouldn't bet on to win the PGA. But there are a lot of people, more than any other golfer. That's where Hot the money is. Steamy wow. in St. Louis, huh? <clears throat> I'm looking well, thanks. forward to it. Uh, say, we'll be back shortly, but now thanks to our great friends in Owatonna, Minnesota, at Federated Insurance, where it's their business to protect your business, and nobody does that better than Federated. It's Frank Caliendo doing Bruce Vale. It's Frank Caliendo <laughs> from the Wall Street Journal impersonating Bruce Vale with your money now. You know, I, I can't do a Morgan Freeman, but I can do a Leonard Freeman pretty good. If well, you know who he is. You're uh, doing Leonard right now. Oh, okay. Yeah. We had some strong corporate earnings reports today, and that helped push the market higher, even though those trade concerns are still hanging around. The Dow Jones Industrial Average did gain 126 points to close at 25,628. The NASDAQ Composite rose 24 points. The S&P 500 picked up just eight, but the S&P is inching closer to its record high back in January. Late Monday, Wells Fargo revealed a calculation error may have led to as many as 400 struggling homeowners needlessly losing their homes to foreclosure. The bank made a mistake in a mortgage modification tool. It discovered the mistake nearly three years ago as it wrongly factored attorney's fees into the formula put forth by the government to determine if a homeowner would qualify for a federally backed program. As a result of the bank's error, about 625 customers were denied a loan modification and 400 lost their homes. If you like Reese's peanut butter cups and Krispy Kreme donuts, you'll like this. The two brands are getting together to release the Krispy Kreme Reese's Outrageous Donut. It is dipped in Hershey's chocolate fudge icing, topped with mini Reese's pieces, and drizzled with Reese's peanut butter and salted caramel sauce. I think it's fat-free, too. I'm not sure. I'm Bruce Vail with your money now on 1500 ESPN. Okay, thank you, Bruce. We'll let you go and check traffic here. This report sponsored by Indeed. In that jam, you're seeing westbound Highway 10 at County 96 in Arden Hills. That continues on northbound W up to the Highway 10 exit in Moundsview. Uh, by the way, that jam on northbound W, that kicks in at County D. Are you hiring? With Indeed, you can... John Hyde in the newsroom. Why, thank you, Joe. It's partly cloudy, and I don't know why this is. We have lost four degrees. Hmm. Global cooling. What the hell? Down to 73. (laughs) 
Strange occurrence in an afternoon, especially with the sun just coming out. Kenny, how was it? You just came in. Uh, it's lovely out, actually. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we were just talking off the air, and Kenny, if you have a voice in your inventory, what you do is you lock it away for a while, like Frank and I, uh, as professionals. Yeah, you guys are in the same ballpark. Yeah, you can call it up at any time. Such he trotted out John Wayne and Jimmy Carter in here. Well, let me tell you, Pilgrim. Unrecognizable. Yeah. Unrecognizable. Oh, yeah. That was, that was uh, a bad This job. is Jimmy Carter, the peanut farmer. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, pretty good, guys? Wow. Yeah, that's, that's awesome, Matthew. It's almost Twins as good as that uh, haircut. Yep. <laughs> Twins in Cleveland in game two of their series tonight in Cleveland. Alberto Mejia for the Twins. Carlos Carrasco goes for Cleveland. Uh, now we have some controversy, apparently, with the Vikings and Richie Incognito. I'll say. Uh, Richie has now called Viking coach Mike Zimmer on Twitter a bleeping liar. Oh, boy. Here's did he how, say bleeping or no? No, he, he did, did not, not say bleeping. Oh, nope. Here's how all this uh, started. Incognito had said in an interview he'd been contacted by Seattle and the Vikings. And Zimmer this morning told reporters that was totally false and the Vikings had no interest in Richie Incognito. Well, then this afternoon, Incognito released a series of messages he had traded with late Vikings offensive coach Tony Sperano. He followed that with his bleeping liar tweet about Zimmer. However, if you go back and read those messages from Sperano, they they don't seem to indicate the Vikings had any interest in Incognito. Uh, It's just that they knew each other and they were kind of wishing each other well and get in shape and that kind of thing. Sure. So So what you're saying is this isn't going to hurt, help his chances by getting signed by the Vikings. Yeah, I don't think it's going to help. Is he trying to create a firestorm for another club? No, he's literally a psychopath. And that's classless, too, to do that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that is. Well, now nobody's going to sign him. No. Yeah. Maybe the Raiders. The goofball. How old is he? 35. Well, he's about the end anyway. He's about to go. Incognito. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Boom. Right yep. there. Yeah. That's why I'm on this side of the glass. <laughs> major, major market radio yeah. right there. Johnny, I don't know if you have yeah. the sports note. <laughs> Joe, I have sad news. Hmm. Stan Makita passed away today. No. Really? Really? 78 years old. That. That's all? 78? Yeah. He was older than that. That's um, too bad. All-time leading scorer, right? Blackhawks history? I, I, I don't have Blackhawks statistics uh, memorized. Well, you're a fan of the Hawks. Well, I would think it might have been Bobby Hall. Uh, I don't know. I'd have to look. Okay. News notes from Was today. Makita the first uh, curved stick? One of the first? Both uh, he and Bobby did it about the same time. They put their sticks in a doorway and bent them just for the hell of it to see what would happen. Uh, <laughs> news notes from today. A 19-year-old Stillwater man is facing a second-degree manslaughter charge in Washington County after allegedly shooting another man who died while the two played around with a gun in a vehicle last January. Court records show Connor William Graham made his initial court appearance last week. According to the complaint, authorities called Lakeview Hospital January 19th on the report of a man, Charles O'Connell, who was brought to the hospital with a gunshot wound and in critical condition. The man who had brought him to the hospital had allegedly left when he learned police had been called. O'Connell died the next day. And officers, uh, as officers approached on the scene that night, it was reportedly, uh, they were reportedly, excuse me, approached by Graham, who admitted driving O'Connell to the hospital. He reportedly said he had then driven back to his mom's residence and left the gun O'Connell was shot with on a green electrical box in the front yard. He also said there was a, quote, fake gun in the vehicle. The complaint says that was later identified as an airsoft gun. They responded to the residence where he said the gun was. They located a Smith & Wesson 9mm handgun on top of the electrical box with a magazine containing two live rounds nearby. The complaint says officers uh, found out later that uh, they had been messing with the gun in the car and it accidentally went off, shooting O'Connell. Reavers, look it up. Wow. He is number two. To Hull? Yeah. Uh, He was the all-time leading scorer until Hull passed him. Mm Mm-hmm. 
I was just waiting for Johnny to stop talking. Minnesota Department of Health reports a five-year-old. Aren't we all? Yeah, everybody does that. Thanks. I was actually listening to that story, just uh, marveling at the stupidity of these two guys. I'm sorry, the one guy lost his life. What's fooling around with a gun? If that's the real story. Right. Because, well, yes, because according indeed. to the story, they were in the car for like 20 minutes. Right. And right. then this happens, right? Yeah. So who, who knows what yeah. really happened. Yep. The Minnesota Department of Health reports a five-year-old child in Hennepin County was diagnosed with measles earlier this month after returning from international travel to a region where the illness is common. The release said the child was likely infectious from July 30th through August 7th. Local health staff, as well as staff at the hospital and clinic where the child was treated, are notifying individuals who have been exposed to the child in specific settings. In a typical year, Minnesota only sees about four cases of measles. Last year, of course, the state had its worst outbreak in about 25 years. total of 75 cases identified between April and August of 2017. Hurricane John absorbed tropical storm Ileana. Mm, sounds sexy. Off Mexico's <laughs> Pacific coast today. Yeah, <laughs> and a new subtropical storm, Debbie, formed in the northern Atlantic, though none are projected to make landfall. U.S. National Hurricane Center said tropical storm Ileana was vanishing into the larger system of Hurricane John, which already had maximum sustained winds of 105 miles an hour and was forecast to grow into a major hurricane Tuesday night or Wednesday while south of the Baja California Peninsula. It's likely to bring heavy rain to the southern peninsula, and uh, surfers will be happy. It's also likely to bring heavy surf. Kenny, are you familiar with Hurricane Deb? (laughs) I married her. (laughs) (laughs) A new invasive tick species, described as an aggressive biter, has been found in a number of U.S. states, sparking concern from ag and health officials. The Hamaficialis longicornis, better known as the longhorn tick, is native to the Asia-Pacific region. Predominant hosts include humans, poultry, livestock, wild rodents, and birds. New York Times says the longhorn tick is the first new tick species to arrive in America in 50 years. How to get here. I wish here. ticks were bigger. How to get here. That's what I, I want get to know. To, yeah. Bigger why? They do. Uh, haven't you ever seen one that's been gnawing on the back of your ear but for about two months? Oh. It puffs up to the size of a golf ball. I want to see. I, I want it to be big so you can see them and then get rid of them. Oh. Yeah. You just stay in the city. You'll be fine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the coyotes will eat them. Stay in the city. It was uh, found for the first time in the U.S. late last year when it was identified on a sheep in Hunterdon County, New Jersey. Uh, human diseases transmitted by this tick in Asia include spotted fever rickettsiosis, sure, a bacterial infection that ranges from mild to life-threatening. The New York Times reports the biggest threat from the longhorn tick is a flebo virus. I'm seeing a tick with cattle horns. That's what I'm seeing. Yeah. <laughs> Body well, armor. I did see an enlarged picture of one of that's, uh, that's pretty close, actually. Like those horns the uh, cowboys put on the front of their really long Cadillacs. <laughs> exactly. How do you explain symptoms that are mild to life-threatening, by the way? Yeah, that's a quite, quite a vast... That uh, a that's, that's a mild Don't worry, you're still at the mild stage, but you're getting <laughs> like close. major dengue. Just wait dengue. up to 2 o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> didn't you have uh, a major dengue no, fever just, one time? just dengue. Oh, just dengue. You didn't have major. Nope. Beaches in Massachusetts closed to swimmers after a pair of fishermen recorded their close encounter with a great white shark that one said was the size of a Volkswagen Beetle. Patrick Vardaro. What year? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Makes a big difference. The camper version or the... Patrick Vardaro and Nick Krasik said they were fishing off the Plymouth coast yesterday when they spotted something in the water nearby. 
Krasik told the local TV station I happened to catch a glimpse of a fin. I said, hey, let's go check that out. As we got a little bit closer, to our surprise, about a 12 to 13 foot white shark was there. Imagine my surprise. (laughs) Vardero said it was wide. It was like as wide as the front of my truck. It was huge. The men captured video of the shark investigating their boat. Krasik said he came right over. He was a little bit curious, and when he realized that we weren't anything special, he just turned and headed off. Couldn't find him anymore after that. The men shared their video with the Plymouth Harbor Master, who ordered all of the town's beaches be closed for swimming. Beaches in Wellfleet were also closed due to a nearby shark sighting. The beaches were closed for about three hours. Yellow swim with caution flags were then put up by officials. Uh, have you guys ever done a whale watching tour? Never have, Ken. No. Uh, I, like I did one once, and uh, I'll never do one again. I mean, that's pretty damn bold because never mind a Volkswagen. We're, we're talking a, a, a fish the size of a, a building, yeah. a three-story house, and you're sitting in there in your ridiculous little glass-bottom boat. It can literally flick you away yeah. and not even know it's touched you. Did you see some? Oh, yeah. Of course we did. That's why I said I'm never going back. The rural rural guy fell for that one, huh? There's a robotic wheel. It's on a, it's just a robotic whale that just kind of flips its tail up and it does it every, for every tour. But we got one over there. I went into a full blown panic attack. You could not get me off that water quick enough. Really? Well, yeah. Well, they're nice. They don't They're the size of your house. Is there in Hawaii? Uh, Maui, yeah. Maui? Yeah. Well, remind me never to do that. Yeah. Where'd you stay in Maui? Uh, never mind that. <laughs> Next story, John. <laughs> Did you have a nice time? A lovely time, sir. Thank you. And, Did you uh, have a nice time? Not sure this is a good idea. A student getting ready to graduate from a, graduate from a Texas university incorporated a nearly 14-foot alligator named Big Tex into her graduation photos. 21-year-old Mackenzie Nolan graduates next week from Texas A&M. She held her photo shoot at Gator County, in the Alligator Sanctuary, where she's been interning since May. Uh, one of the pictures shows Nolan putting her class ring on the snout of the 13-foot, 8-inch gator named what's, Big Tex. What's wrong with her? Uh, Nolan said he's one of my best friends here. She's in the no-go zone. Yeah, yeah. Nolan said Hot she's crazy matrix. Mm-hmm. She's hoping to use her wildlife and fisheries sciences degree to get a job at a zoo. Fitty Cent is back in the news. Fitty Cent? He is. Mm-hmm. What do you do now? He's being roundly criticized online after he appeared to take money back that he had thrown at a stripper. The incident occurred last weekend at the... Did she pass gas hasn't? in front of him or something? Who hasn't <laughs> taken money? Doesn't that violate the code? Yeah. <laughs> it happened at Angel Strip Club in Queens, New York, where the rapper was seen showering scores of topless dancers with single-dollar bills. It seems though he wasn't as charitable as it initially seemed. Video footage shows him as he scoops up some money and proceeds to walk away. He uh, put on Instagram, see how I get when they start trying to be cute? I'm taking my money back. He added, Shorty was mad about something. She said some bleep. I said, what's wrong with you? Then I just said, bleep it. I'm taking my money back. In the follow-up video, he also claimed that the strip club owed him money. The nightclub is yet to directly respond to his behavior. A source told Page Six of the New York Post he took the money from the stripper's dance floor and moved it to the bartenders because the dancers were trying to fight the bartenders over him and his money. Well, that's interesting. He, you know, he went bank. I think he went bankrupt, right? I think he last did year. Once upon a time, he yes. owns uh, Mike Tyson's old house, which really? is near 
the ESPN campus in Bristol, so I've driven by it. It, it is massive. Really? Mike Tyson's old house, now the 50 Cent owns it. It is ridiculous. Huh. Massive, massive palace. Did he fill it with the big posses? He got a whole bunch of buddies and hanging well, out. And- I don't know that he has the money to have the, the big. Oh. I think he's lost a lot of the money that he yeah, has. He's going he's, to the strip yeah. club for the big. Uh, so he's no, taking that money mind. back to pay bills. Never trust mind. me. Yeah. I like in the strip club. Who was that? Oh, that was Pac Man. <laughs> that was Pac Man, yep. Uh, do you guys know who Park, what Park Hour is? P A R K O U R. Parkour. Parkour. Everybody knows what yeah. me No, huh? I don't. Yeah, it was an internet you. sensation in 2008, John. Deal, John. The Office episode. Yeah. That's how I get out it, of bed. It's, uh, it's apparently a training exercise. It comes from military training things. All right. What do you well, do? You, you'll need that to set up the story. Is, is the point of all this? You uh, jump around like an uncrated jump on stuff. Running, climbing, and jumping. It involves okay. from building to stairway to garage roof to yeah. ceiling. Yeah. To it's like like jogging. those guys that they would race uh, on Top Gear. The free runners would race through London. Yes, and they, that's, yes. that's exactly it. And right. there was a little bit of it in uh, a James Bond movie. There's been some of it <laughs> in those Jason Bourne movies. Yeah. How do you say it again, guys? Parkour. 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 Okay. A man was shocked with more than 7,000 volts of electricity when he scaled a building and tried to walk on a Florida Power and Light power pole downtown West Palm Beach. Police said the unidentified man, along with two other people, arrived in downtown West Palm Beach with intentions to train for parkour, which includes running, climbing, and jumping. Police said the three subjects climbed a metal (laughs) pipe at the rear of the building. Stop it, Kenny. <laughs> it's like you're an old guy. You're an old guy just discovering it for the first time, and every word is confusing well, no. to you. Kenny, you know about this exactly. thing called YouTube? It's exactly. You're reading what it's it like. with every word has a question mark behind it. It's so good. Stop it. All right. Okay, <clears throat> Police said the three subjects climbed a metal pipe at the rear of the building and gained access to the roof. They then walked along the rooftop. The victim then tried to walk on an FPL power pole. During his attempt, he, of course, because he was on a power pole, touched a live FPL wire. 7,600 volts of electricity was sent through his body. The subjects accompanying him told police there was an explanation, or an explosion, excuse me, in a white light. Ow. The two subjects climbed off the building, found the victim in an alley. Uh, he was breathing, but unresponsive. Police say they think he will what be okay. Did, what did you call Wait, it? He lived? How can yes. you be okay? I don't know. F- FLP? Is that FPL. Florida, Florida Light and Power, Florida. Kenny. Yes. Who called him a victim? You say he was a victim. Is he a victim? <laughs> well, yeah, we call that natural selection. No, the victim <laughs> here is John Height. <laughs> and what is it? Parkour or parkour? I, let's stop oh, that. Conference. Almost forgot. I won't be able to make it, fellas. Veronica and I are trying this new fad called uh, jogging. I believe it's jogging or yogging. It might be a soft J. I'm not sure, but apparently you just run for an extended period of time. Jogging. John, you're adorable. Can we, can we just quit now, Joe? Can we, no, we no, can't. Not no. Yet. Okay. Uh, Texas Police Department said reports of an alligator in local waters were an unintentional hoax involving a remote-controlled gator head. Nice. The new See, like the whales. Had the whale. Like the whales. There's up oh, three o'clock. There's old <laughs> Sheila. <laughs> Sheila. That's all it would take for me. I'd yeah. be off the water. The new Braunfels Police Department responded in a Facebook post to pictures and videos that emerged on social media appeared to show an alligator swimming in the Comal and Guadalupe rivers. 
The department said a remote-controlled alligator head was used to create the pictures that you may have seen on some social media sites. Police said it appeared to have been an unintentional hoax on the part of the owner and the novelty remote-controlled item, but they still it still may have, they said, caused some alarm. Okay, good one, John. Travel- <laughs> <laughs> Travelers on a Montana road captured video of an unusual traffic hazard, traffic man. A pair of mountain lions brawling in the middle oh, of the road. Cool. The video filmed on a road in the Yak area shows the two oh, Jack. <laughs> shows the two cougars <laughs> wrestling their way across the road. The big cats eventually take their fight off the road and continue to brawl on a hill next to the roadway. Uh, the filmer wrote, "My boyfriend and I were driving back to Troy from Yak to go to a rugby tournament." We were on the Libby side of the drive when these two mountain lions jumped about and were either playing or fighting in the road. They played for a couple of minutes, jumped off the guardrail, and took off after being at the side of the road. And if you wanted to buy a haunted anything, you're in luck in Canada. The Sainte Clotilde de Orton Asylum, considered to be one of the most famous haunted buildings in the world, is now up for sale. The old asylum, located near Victoriaville, in Quebec, could now be purchased for a little more than $2.8 million. Aren't those things notoriously haunted? <laughs> That's what I, do they say about this one. Oh, okay. The institution, buy that. which was built in 1939, was ravaged by fire in 1959, and again in 1988, at least eight people lost their lives in the first blaze. Was this place a nut house? Yes, it was. Uh, no, mm-hmm. that's that's improper. It's called a Twitch farm. Oh, Thank you. <laughs> Jeez, get with the times. Yeah. Since uh, those fires, the asylum has been the source of curiosity among tourists and ghost hunters alike. Its online listing, uh, the uh, realtor says the property includes several buildings that require important renovations, such as an old orphanage, a garage warehouse, and three chalets. As part of the deal, the next owner will also have up to 270 acres of land at their disposal. Can you see who else is selling a place up there? Mario Lemieux. Really? He's got a place in Quebec that is a castle. He is selling a castle. Come on. A oh. new castle. It's not haunted like the Twitch farm. No, it's, uh, it's magnificent. Uh, before we go here, uh, John, <laughs> yeah, it's better, better luck tomorrow, my friend. Well, almost has to Can be we have better. readers back next week? Or no. is that, how does that work? <laughs> is that okay? Byron Metcalf is in for Patrick this week and uh, will command the drive. So what do you have coming up? We're going to talk a little bit, little bit about this Richie Incognito nonsense and kind of what's happening with that and the Vikings. We'll get into little twins, little T-Wolves as well, but we'll kick it off with Richie and his rant uh, against Mike Zimmer and the Vikings. Isn't it below the belt to point out that, yes, we did have an agreement, and here are the texts I had with uh, 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 Sperano. Sperano. Classless. Yeah. I mean, cla- I don't know. I don't know why. Plus, you would... the text didn't show they. No, it didn't show anything. No, it didn't show anything. But I mean, that's that's following sort of the 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 path a lot of people expect from him. He's just had a lot of off the field issues. I'm shocked to realize that the Vikings play Saturday night. It's wild at Denver. Yep, and they'll have what one and a half linemen or something like that. You know, I mean, on who. that's a sure sign that summer's over. It's it's well. It's way up because all the preseason games, well, we had the Hall of Fame game last week, but yeah. all the preseason games start this week. Summer is definitely over. 1500 ESPN is KSTP, St. Paul, Minneapolis, 
73 degrees.